What's up, you guys? It is your girl, Sham, and we're back with another episode of Shammy Chronicles. Now, you guys already know what it is. Before I go too far into the mix, I do not own the copyrights to the music that is being played in the background. With that being said, let's go ahead and hop right on into it. Now, um, today is Motivational Sunday, as a lot of you guys know, and I kind of wanted to try something a little different this go around. I found a video because I've been trying to change my morning routines to where I listen to something kind of motivating, something very positive, something that's kind of going to, because um, again, you have to train your mind. So um, I kind of want to share this with you guys. Um, it was, it really inspired me a little bit and I kind of took notes on it and I just want to take the time to sit with you guys and see um, your viewpoints on it and your perspective and how um, you manage along with when you listen throughout the video of the different key points that are in there that I kind of want to speak about. Um, and yeah, you guys, um, I love that you guys are leaving your comments and etc. But there also um, is this option of leaving a voice memo um, where I can play it on the podcast and we can also dissect that with some of my, my co-hosts that I have. And um, yeah, so I hope you guys are taking advantage of that. Please, um, I'd say good, bad, and all. You know, there's nothing wrong with bettering yourself and uh, perfecting your craft. So um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump right on into it. And um, I'm going to probably be doing a lot of, a lot of stops because there are a lot of points that I kind of really want to talk about. And yes, I hope you guys stay tuned and you're enjoying this and you're loving this. Let's go ahead and hop right on into it. How much do you love yourself? Because if you understand the value of self-love, you'll never be friends with those type of people. Most of the people out here are running around empty. They have no sense of self. No sense of self-love. When I say self-love, it has nothing to do with celebrity, money, materialistic things, and all of the things that your negative mind could probably go to. It has nothing to do with self-love. It has nothing to do with looks. Nothing to do with cars and any of the superficial things that one would assume that could make you love yourself even more. It's a matter of knowing your value. It's a matter of you saying, I don't have to be around these people in these type of environments and situations in order for me to finally see the value in myself. I love me independent of you loving me. I believe in me. I know my self-worth. I am here and I have a purpose. There is no value in having wisdom, knowledge, insight, spirituality, love. Every day, I am a work in progress. Okay, so I just kind of want to stop there on this first little half. Um, because it was like immediately when I was kind of hearing this, um, I know that I had an issue um, well, it's not to say that I, that I don't love myself, um, because I love myself, but 
you know, sometimes you have to be honest with yourself or there are moments where you're kind of harsh and you're very negative with yourself and you're always doubting yourself and you, you know, um, you, yeah, basically you tend to be really harsh with yourself, um, and you're looking for materialistic things and other things to kind of fill that void. And yeah, you're happy for that time being, but does it really fill you? You know, so, and again, when he was saying how you're walking around empty, I know that for me, I spent so much time pouring into others that I was leaving my cup empty. I'm help, trying to help others find their purpose, but it's like, am I taking the time for me to find my purpose? And then it just stems from a lot of childhood trauma and triggers um, and patterns that I have to break and cycles and things like that, where, you know, it's a mindset. If it's something that you are always thinking, it's hard to break that habit in that cycle. Um, and then it's like, I didn't know my value. Like I'm forgetting my worth and who I am. And it, and it shouldn't have took me to be in certain situations in order to realize that, to know that it shouldn't have to take me having to release relationships with people, places, and things in order for me to have known that, to have understood that. And I think that for me growing up, I didn't really um, get that, um, learn about self-love um, and how to cater to myself and pour into myself and really understand myself. So I'm walking around here um, empty Um in a sense of I'm giving everybody else things that I wanted for myself and I'm walking around here empty, but also filled with these negative thoughts, which is leaving me empty and there's a void that needs to be filled, which causes me to, again, not know my value. But now I'm, I'm slowly becoming to a place and I've been doing this over the years. I'm learning more about myself and... I'm, no, I'm knowing my worth and I'm trying to add text to that, basically. Um, and I believe in me. So um, I just want to know, I'm going to ask you guys some questions and I kind of would love for you guys to give me a little bit of your feedback because I kind of want to know, like, what what is, what is the value of your self-love? How, how do you, how would you describe that? For yourself, how would you put that into words to kind of explain, you know, do you love yourself? Do you spend time with yourself? Um, do you know your value? And what are you doing about it? That is the question. Now, let's go to the next part. A person who can forgive nothing is a person who's totally destroyed psychologically and emotionally. Forgive your parents. Forgive any relationship that you ever had that didn't work out. Forgive everyone else in your life that has ever hurt you in any way. Forgive yourself. Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could be any different. I think for myself, and I know many of you, you think forgiving means 
accepting what has happened to you? Well, it is accepting that it has happened to you. Not accepting that it was okay for it to happen. It is accepting that it has happened and now what do I do about it? Forgiving is giving up the hope, not holding on, hoping, wishing that it could have been any other way than it actually was. Giving up the hope that the past could be any different. And when I got that, I think it took me to the next level of being a better person because I don't hold grudges for anything or any situation and neither should you. It's letting go so that the past does not hold you prisoner, does not hold you hostage. Okay, now we're going to stop at this next part and we're just going to talk about forgiveness and um, I learned this like a, like a, maybe I want to say about two, three months ago, um, I was talking to, um, a close confidant of mine and she kind of let me know something. Um, she was telling me that I have to release the victim mentality and basically what she meant by that is that, you know, I'm giving energy to people, places, and things that have harmed me and meant me no good. And I'm going to be honest with you, this trigger just came back up like um, last week and it's like just still popping up because I keep pushing it to the side. I don't want to acknowledge it. I'm like, I already forgave. I already let it go. But if I'm being honest, I have not let it go, right? So I'm giving my energy to people who, who probably aren't even thinking of me, right? They're sleeping good at night, but I'm still here putting my energy towards that. I'm not forgiving them for myself. I'm still holding on to the past, which is now, you know, putting blockages on me from really um, obtaining my full potential because I'm worried about what happened back then. Happened past tense. It happened. Now, again, as she was saying, what am I going to do about it? Acknowledge it. Forgive for myself, not for them. And that's what a lot of us have to remember. It's not for them, it's for ourselves. Like, yeah, we know that, but still in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm, it's like I'm forgiving you, you know? No, I'm going to forgive the situation that took place. I'm going to forgive and apologize to myself for allowing me to be in these certain situations. Um, I'm reclaiming my power and I'm taking back my energy that I'm putting in places that no longer matter. I caught that at 11.11. Look at that. Talk about aligning, y'all. Just trying to be honest. Okay, I just really want to be raw and transparent with you guys. That's what I really strive for. Um, but yeah, so I had to accept, like, yeah, these things happened, and I can't go back to wish that it was done another way. It happened. It's not going to change the outcome of where I am today, you know? So it's like, let's stop trying to manipulate and try to fix the past but just acknowledge the past and say okay yeah it happened I'm sorry that this happened to me I'm sorry that I allowed you to go through that I'm sorry that I allowed so much energy to be taken away from us worrying about that I'm sorry that I'm not allowing us to reach our full potential because I don't know how to let go and I'm gonna be honest I do hold grudges um 
because that is one of the things I have to be real with myself about. I'm very, there's a side of me that's very vengeful. Um, there's a side of me that's very shady. There's, and this is my shadow self. And, um, you know, so there are like a lot of parts of me that I have to acknowledge <laughs> that I do. And why am I holding this in? I'm blocking me for my blessings instead of taking the time to, okay, yeah, that really hurt my feelings. I really did not like that. And I have to realize that I have high expectations for people. And I really failed to forget that they are only human. And I was like ignoring this for a long, like I was just in denial. I was like, I don't have high expectations. And my husband's like, yes, you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. And, you know, and I have to realize like, I can't keep expecting me from other people. Okay. Like you want people to have your same mindset and you have to forget how they were raised, how they were brought up and the people that society has conformed them into. Yeah. I'm not saying like, um, that's just who they are, but you have to realize that we're only human. Okay. And you can't really keep expecting so much. I mean, yeah, we have our expectations and there's nothing wrong with that, but just remember that people are only human. They're not you. Stop expecting you from other people. And so with that being said, I'm like, okay, now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, is me holding this grudge worth my happiness? Is it worth my energy? It's not. So I forgive. I forgive all of those who harmed me, who spoke ill of me, who betrayed me, who did all of these things to me. I forgive them, but I give, I forgive them for me. And it's on my terms. So let's go to the next part. But, you know, before we go to the next part, I just kind of want to know how do you go about forgiveness? Is that something that you do often? Um, is there a certain way that you do forgive and do? And when you do, do you continue to allow them back into your space? Um, or do you feed them with the long wooden spoon? Or do you just let bygones be and you guys go your separate ways? Um, who do you need to forgive? Um, in your past and like is it still affecting you now and do you try to acknowledge and fix it or do you just keep letting it linger those are questions that I have for you guys now let's go to the next segment see life is cyclic you're not what is whatever experience you're having right now it has not come to stay it has come to pass not to stay, just to pass. It's just going through. The biggest challenge is, is to know what's happening. This is a part of this thing we call life. This too shall pass. And maintaining perspective, putting it in perspective. You have to be willing to break from the past to have the future you so desperately desire. You have to have the courage to allow yourself to honor the past as it was, to forgive those who need to be forgiven, to forgive yourself, and to acknowledge that everything led you to this point now. Everything. Let it go and begin to focus on developing myself. And I say to you, you're gonna have people to do things to you. Things are gonna to happen to you. And the most important thing to do is to harness your will and let it go. And move so you can grow. So you can get on with your life.
It doesn't matter about what happens to you. What matters is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do now, Les? But if you want to begin to move into your own personal greatness, if you want to begin to really enjoy a happy, successful, healthy life, you've got to be willing to go against the tide. You've got to be willing to harness your will. So as you're in the process of reinventing your life, write a description of the kind of person that you want to be. What are the things that you must overcome? What qualities about your personality you know that you're going to have to change because those particular characteristics are liabilities to you? Oh, I'm like, okay, y'all, when, when I heard that part, look, when I heard that part, okay, let's just back it up a little bit. Okay. So again, with, with the perspective, like I always think that when something happens, I don't linger on it, right? For example, my car, <clears throat> still grateful that I have it, um, issues are happening with it. Like it just, it'll turn on, but it won't start, right? Now, other times, like I probably would have been really bad about it. I would have been like mad, I would have been talking mess, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like years, like years, years back, maybe three, four years, I would be talking mad, mess, upset and angry about it. But my, so I would, you know, just be talking really, really, you know, like just like a lot of mess, um, like three, four years back. But instead, you know, with everything that, you know, amongst the years after that, I just kind of was like, okay, you know what? It is what it is. I'm just taking it as that served its purpose and it's no longer needed. Okay, if um, something else goes bad throughout the day, I'm like, okay, it is what it is. Like, I want to take my focus on things that I do have control over. So I'm going to change my perspective and I'm like, okay, it is what it is. It happened. Okay. And what? <laughs> Life is going to happen. It's going to happen. But but I have to realize that it's not happening to me. It's happening for me. Again, it's not happening to me. It's happening for me. For example, if, you know, people are leaving my life, I'm no longer speaking to them or things like that. It needed to happen. That's how life is going to happen. There's no ill will. There's no ill feeling. And I'm like, okay, hey, I get it. I learned my lesson from you because see, I had a problem where I would think like, there's no lesson in that. I ain't learned nothing in that. You know what I'm saying? But then speaking with my husband, I'm like, okay, you know what? You're actually making sense. As much as I don't like to be, you know, as much as you know, we don't like to hear what other people have to say. I'm starting to realize like, okay, you know what? You stating facts on me. <laughs> You're stating facts on me. So again, it's just really about changing your perspective. Like, okay, it happened and what? Acknowledge it in that moment and let's like let's go past it. If you're angry in that moment that something happened, let it out right then and there and then do not go back to it. Release it. Release it. Because if you keep saying, oh, innocent, it's always something else. Excuse me. Yeah, it's going to be something else. It's going to be something else because it's a test and it's a challenge to see how you are going to pass it. Now, if you keep trying to do old habits that you used to do or the same thinking patterns, etc., 
it's going to keep coming back until you break the cycle and you say, you know what? I'm not going to stress over this. And then boom, something positive can happen out of you just taking that energy away from that negative thing that happened, that negative thought, and you turn it back into yourself. Just change your perspective. Let it go. And, um, you know, again, allowing yourself to forgive and move past it as well. So you can go on with your life. Now, the next part, like when he was talking about liability, like writing down who you want to be and different things about your character, your strong suits, your your weak points. I realized that a lot of the ways that I act, they are a liability. They will hold me back from opportunities. They will block blessings. They will create blockages on me. I'll give you an example. Um, okay, yeah, this is a really good example. I, I'm open-minded. Yes, I am. However, when it comes to... How can I put this? Okay, when it comes to people telling me things, I'm not always teachable. I am stuck in my ways a little bit. Yes, I'm definitely stuck. You know what? I'm stuck in my ways. Not even a little bit. I'm acknowledged. I'm stuck in my ways. Okay? I'm stuck in certain ways. And when somebody tries to teach me something, I am quick to debunk it. I don't like, you know, I'll, I'll debunk it. I'm like, okay, you know what? I ain't trying to hear what you're talking about. I already know it. I got the answers. Da, 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 da. But in reality, me not being able to be teachable could make me miss out on some really good techniques that I can use to build my brand to better myself and really get to the area and the point that I'm trying to go to. So that is a liability for me. Um, another liability is for me, which again, my husband obviously brought to light, you know, um, it's honestly really good to have somebody who can help you correct yourself. I mean, at first, like, I mean, I still have this, I'm kind of like, Boy, I ain't trying to hoot you talking about. Like, you don't know what you're talking about, you know? And see, I'm going to tell you this. It stems from when younger. Um, I'm very, I'm like, I'm smart, you know? So I, I like to talk. And, then, you know, I want to, you know, get out of my points. I want to do that. But see, the issue came about when I would say something, I would be belittled, like, by teachers, right? And so when I'm trying to get my point across and I'm trying to say what I wanted to say, and then they use me as an example in front of the class and along with them just trying to get their point across to me where I can fully understand. Instead, they choose to take that moment to make an example out of me and belittle me in the process. So when it comes to teach, like, you know, people trying to tell me something, I just like immediately do not want to hear it because if I say the wrong thing or if I say what I really feel instead of like trying to say, hey, try thinking it in this manner what the text actually meant is this do you see where we got this from instead of saying so this person decides that she thinks that this is the answer because blah 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 so instead of trying to humiliate me and make an example out of me 
you could pull me to the side and speak with me to help me better understand. So I realized that's a trigger of mine. And I'm working on it, y'all. I'm working on it. But I do have a lot of ways that I act um, that do need to be worked on and they are a liability. So the more that I'm learning myself, the more that I want to work on that. So um, y'all need a drink, of, <laughs> a drink of water. Okay, throw dry. <clears throat> so what I want to ask you guys is what do you see in yourself as a liability and what is your perspective? How do you, how do you deal when you're presented with challenges throughout the day, um, throughout the months, throughout the years where it's like really, really hard? How do you, how do you measure up to the challenge? How do you go about it? Um, and again, also when it comes to liabilities, do you know yourself? Do you know your strong suits and your weak points? Do you do you know them? Do you acknowledge them and how do you deal with them? That is my question for you guys. And now we're going to go to the next part. You guys, this, this video is 16 minutes and 53 seconds. And I really want to take the time to get through all of it or at least half of it with you guys. So I'm going to stop trying to talk so much because I have a problem and I talk too much. What are your assets? What are your strong points? Look at and evaluating yourself to make that determination. Other thing is that in order to get out of a wreck, we need some coaching. Find some trusted critics. People that you know care about you and love you. There's some things that keeps us from growing and getting out of ruts. Number one, we identify with feedback. We take it personal when someone wants to give us some feedback on where we are falling short and tell us about our blind spots. We want to have everything being positive about us. We're not perfect. It's, it hurts. I, I have a friend who's a trusted critic. I don't like him, but I love him. He doesn't tell me the things I want to hear. He tell me what I need to hear so I can grow. It hurts. It hurts when he put me on the hot seat. I can't stand it. But that's the only way that I can grow. And I'm glad that he loves me enough to risk our friendship to tell me what I need to hear. Okay, I'm just going to say something really quick there. Um, it is important and it's viable to, vital, viable, whatever you want to put it, to your life and how you grow. You have to have somebody who is literally in your corner, like really, really in your corner and is not using you as a target to project their feelings and to tell you about yourself, to paint a certain narrative of who they are claiming that you are. Okay. I used to have an issue with that. I got too comfortable with comfortable with allowing people to tell me about me and who I am, which also then created, that's another trigger y'all where when it comes to criticism, I'm not as, um, I'm not as receptive to taking it in because I have to check with myself and I'm like, okay, let's sit with me and let's think like, do I really act like that? And then like myself, my higher self, she'll just send me different, different episodes or moments where I have done these said things. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Sit with myself. I don't have to acknowledge this person is speaking truth into me and I need to work on that. So I want to ask, do you guys have that person who, is your most trusted advisor who helps correct you when you are slipping or are you that person to someone else 
not what I want to hear. High performers are not dissatisfied strivers. They're not. They're happy. High performers are happier than their peers. We all believe that to get the top, it's going to be lonely at the top. And we all believe you have to grind and kill yourself to get there. Yeah. And that's completely wrong. And yes. the data proves it worldwide, which is, I think, just overcoming a lot of people's biases about how you work today. Because right now, especially today, like, you know, grind on social media is so popular. Or hustle. Or hustle. And it, it, by the way, none of the top 15% of high performers worldwide identify with those words. They literally don't. We asked them, we did a whole keyword analysis. Yep. This was actually pretty cool. And high performers explicitly say, these, these are the three driving feelings. If you said there was a high performance state, mm -hmm. it's, it's driven from these three things. Number one, full engagement. Yes. Number two, joy. Yes. And number three, confidence. Yes. That's what they relate with. Okay. That's where it's coming from. It's a joyous journey, not a dissatisfied one. And this, I have this conversation in the book um, because uh, I kind of maybe frame it this way. Each of these chapters opens with a vignette of somebody I worked with or a situation that I was in that demonstrated high performance. In this particular situation, I'm walking on stage, thousands of people after a very famous musician was out there and was telling the audience that that person's secret to success, remember thousands of people, yes. their secret to that person, their whole speech, their secret to success was never settle. Never settle, nothing is enough, never settle. And never be satisfied never be satisfied, always demand more. And I'm like, oh, my second slide, which was gonna be on jumbotrons in like 80 point text, uh. was strive satisfied. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to dispel this for all these thousands of people. I was totally freaked out. Yeah. And, but what I had to explain to people was not only the data, but it's this, uh, if you're never satisfied, I mean, what, what, is, is it true that life is precious? If it's true that life is precious, and you could be gone tomorrow. Do you really want to think, you know what? I just never felt fulfilled. I never allowed myself to have a moment of credit. I never allowed myself to have a moment of peace. I never allowed myself to look at that and say, good job. That's not the way to live life. I think just at a spiritual level, it's a bad move. And this book doesn't really go into a lot of that. It's more about the science and the heart stuff. But I think it's really important that people realize your job is to strive satisfied. And if you strive satisfied more often, you will be more of a high performer. And if you never give yourself credit, you're always beating up on yourself. You're always thinking that's not perfect enough. Then what's going to happen? Dissatisfied people burn out and they quit more often than satisfied strivers. So take joy in the moment, engage with what you're doing, allow credit and satisfaction and joy to come in. You can always be improving. Of course. But... Be proving, be improving joyfully. Yes. And if you're improving joyfully, then you're learning, you feel curious, you feel engaged, the joy is there, you'll get more confident because you're like, I'm gonna learn through this anyway, this can be great. Because you know this. Okay, and I stopped at a 10-10. Okay, you guys, so look, with what he is saying, I 100% agree. Um, okay, for me, which kind of stopped me because I've made my first website last year and I was going hard. You know, I was like a really, really bright flame. I'm having all these amazing ideas. My problem was perfection. 
I wanted everything perfect. And I'm really just trying to get in there. I want it to look good. I want it to look like this. But I failed to realize that everything is not perfect. And when he said that those people who do do that, you become dissatisfied with yourself. You're not giving yourself credit or even saying good job or patting yourself on the back. I didn't do that. I failed to do that. And I burnt out just as quick as I burnt in. And now I'm taking the time to actually step into my journey and heal myself. And I've realized this is the most consistent that I've ever been. There have been a lot of issues. There have been a lot of hiccups that have happened along this. But the way that I'm taking those hits, baby, you're going to have to hit me harder to lay me out. So I'm, I'm, I'm now telling myself, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch. You doing a good job. Okay. You are doing amazing. You are amazing. You are a talented girl. I want to be like you when I grow up. Okay. So I'm actually taking that time to give credit to myself. I'm saying a good job. I'm like, girl, you're doing amazing. I'm satisfied with my work. I'm satisfied with the way that people are reacting to it. I'm satisfied with my content. And it allows me to create consistency, to give you all of this, all of this without trying to be so perfect. It's not perfect. I learn. I'm learning as I go. I'm learning new things to go back and to fix that because I'm like, wow, I found a better way to do it. And you're going to keep finding better ways to evolve. But you got to keep taking those hits. And realize that everything isn't perfect. We are not perfect. And that is okay. So I want to know, you guys, like, do you guys give yourself, do you even encourage yourself? Do you spend time to talk to yourself? Do you read affirmations to yourself? Do you give yourself that reassurance? Do you do that? That is my question to you guys. And I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let it go through. No, this this thing is all over social media right now. Like, you know, grind, work, whatever. And I'm like, it's just, it's popular. And I see why that happens. And I see why it's catchy. It's just not scientifically valid. Stop scaring yourself. How often do you terrorize yourself with your own thoughts? You're getting to absolute terror, and it's only coming from your thoughts. Nobody out there is doing a thing. Sometimes it's an old family pattern. Sometimes we get new things. I would like people, to, when you have time, to make a list of your fears. Make a list of your fears, and then give yourself the opportunity to turn each fear into a positive affirmation. Turn each one into something positive. And remember, always you are in charge. You are always in charge. See, one idle thought doesn't make a whole lot of difference. Thoughts are like drops of water. You drop a drop of water. And so I'm going to stop her right there. And we, we as people need to acknowledge triggers and generational curses. They come from the way that you raise your children. They come from the way that you speak. It comes from substance abuse. It comes from domestic abuse. 
Um, it comes in many certain patterns and forms. There are curses and they are real. Mental health is important. A lot of families ignore that. They don't take um, accountability for that. They don't find ways to help their children, their children, and then their children, children don't help their children. Okay, but see, you have to be the one to break that generational curse and release those doubts and those thoughts of yourself. It's always easier said than done. I still have doubts, but I find a way to turn that doubt into something better because I refuse to go back to who I was or in that state that did not serve me. And it doesn't mean much, but if you keep dropping and keep dropping, you get a puddle on the floor and then you can get a little pond and a lake and finally you can create an ocean. And with our own thoughts, we can drown in a sea of negativity or we can float on the ocean of life. And it's up to us. The thoughts we think accumulate. And what sort of puddles are you standing in? Okay, or are you up to here? Or are you up to here and trying to paddle? Now, what are you doing to yourself? When we're willing to change our thinking, we can change our experiences. And it doesn't matter if you've got a big puddle of negative thoughts. You know, you can move over here and create a puddle of mindfulness, positive thoughts. You can make changes always. So you want to turn those fear thoughts into positive affirmations. Let them work for you. When we think we are unworthy, it means that for some reason, we believe that we have to prove we have a right to our space on the planet, in life, as we are, being who we are. And that means that we will do all manner of wonderfulness <laughs> to prove we deserve to be here. And usually, some of the common things are we overcommit, overgive, we overdo, we, we overexcuse, we overcompensate, and we stay in difficult, desperate, hurtful, harmful situations much longer than it is wise or productive to do so. Worth what it is that you expect from the world in response to who you are. It's very different from value. Self-value means how you hold yourself within yourself and what you expect as a result. Now, in order to get to the worth, if you're not holding yourself within yourself as worthy, then what you expect from the world is surely going to hurt you. And with that being said, it's like law of attraction and knowing that in your heart that you deserve it. Once you know that you deserve it, there the possibilities are endless. You have to take a chance on self. And the thing is, you don't have to prove this to anyone. And that used to be my problem. I always felt like I needed to prove that I did something first or that I knew something first. Because back then, you know, people would take credit for things that I do. And I wouldn't get the praise, um, or the acknowledgement that I wanted, but someone else can take something of my idea and run with it 
and they get all of the praise, all of this. And I'm sitting here and I'm mad and I'm angry about it because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just start showing people that I did it first, but I fail to realize I don't need to prove anything to anyone but myself. I don't need to prove anything to anyone but me. It's okay if they're doing that, they're doing this, and it's like, that's fine. You're doing it for in your own way, but I have to realize that I'm going to do it my own way. And the people that I'm meant for, they're going to keep coming because it's me. I don't need to prove anything. And that's what I had to learn. And I also had to learn that I do deserve this. This is my spot on earth, and I'm going to take advantage of it, and I'm going to live my life to the fullest potential. This is what you're going to do. You are literally going to dump out everything that's in your head onto this piece of paper. Every concern, every worry, every to-do, everything that's bothering you, that you're thinking about. For some people, especially, they're just experiencing way too much pressure. And that, that pressure, a lot of times, it's just a, an imbalance in perspective. And discipline is a matter of the imposition of order, and the order is necessary, especially for people who are hopeless and nihilistic. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is greater. Most people do it for survival. It's how we need to feed our families, we need to survive, it's our career, okay, we have to do it. But to wake up with, you know, my, my feet and my, my fingers tingling and say, wow, I have this to do, I have that to do today. And it's an amazing feeling and I don't take it for granted. You're going to have a hard time thinking about all the options and you're going to be really attached emotionally. So. All of us know that. I can get over here, but over here, man, this is much better because I gotta go through this journey that is not fun. This, this from 20 to 100%, this shit in between is not fun. Discomfort is your friend. It really is. Like discomfort and, uh, and not being happy and content with certain situations in life, certain feelings in life, they're massive massive motivators and they're they're amazing at at facilitating change everything else is secondary were the words stay hungry stay foolish it was their farewell message as they signed off stay hungry stay foolish and i have always wished that myself well it is scary i will always say that you know especially business because it's a very scary place to be in. It changes, it goes ups and downs. It has so many ups and downs. To be successful, you have to be able to walk away from it. You have to. If you want it bad enough, then people are going to give it to you at veterans, you know? If you think it sucks, but it's bad, you're losing pessimistic DNA. And if you think it's awesome and phenomenal, you have optimistic winning DNA. And I believe that to be true. And so, it's a wrap. That's why people got to understand. What is in us, we have no idea until we start trying hard. Is it is it as enjoyable as it can be? And we all know that there's a spectrum for that enjoyability. Like we've all had times in our life where it's not been so great. And then times in our life where everything came together like, what a fucking great day, woo! Like, make more of those. And the discipline part, you don't hear a lot about. That's the things people do when nobody else sees. That's when you win. All right, you guys, so that is the end of that segment that was Motivational Sunday. Now, I really want to encourage you guys, I want to give you guys a challenge to go buy you a journal. It could be from the dollar store, wherever you prefer, and take the time to write down your weaknesses, your strong suits, what goal you're trying to achieve and obtain, 
How do you deal with challenges that are presented in front of you? Write down your fears, write down those affirmations, take the time to spend time with you, learn you in and out. So that way that you can reach those goals that you're trying to achieve. Now that is Shammy Chronicles. Again, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time to hang it and kick it with me. Also, again, please feel free to leave your voice memos and your links and your comments. Um, and I'll be glad to replay them, give you guys my feedback, along with like, you know, hearing your feedback as well. Um, so again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys have a wonderful day.